Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here's everything you might have missed in the Dune Part 2 trailer. We've got trailer sign, my fellow Dunatics. After last week's CinemaCon preview and yesterday's poster and teaser, we finally have our first trailer for Dune Part 2. Or Tune, if you're nasty. Arsh Bogan has finally paid off, only for us to keep waiting until Dune Part 2 hits theaters in November. We're breaking down everything we spotted in this trailer and more, but if you prefer to read all about it, go check out our articles over on Nerdist.com. Also, we should add that Dune is produced by our corporate dad, Legendary, but we'd be talking about Dune no matter what. So with that said, if you don't want to be spoiled, go read some Dune books or grab your maker hooks before we sand ride into spoiler territory. Nothing fancy. I understand. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Okay, let's dive right in. This trailer shows a lot, and that's not even accounting for the full screen ratio since this film was shot in IMAX. The trailer also leaves out plenty of characters and events that we can't wait to see, but more on that later. The trailer opens with a calm, intimate scene between Paul and Chani sitting in the dunes as Paul tries to explain what a sea is. Chani has lived her entire life on Arrakis, the desert planet known as Dune, and she can't fathom such fathoms of water enough to swim in like Paul did back on Caladan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you. We know that we'll be getting much more of Chani in an expanded role in Dune Part 2. She'll go from just being the girl of Paul's prescient dreams to Paul's Sihaya, his desert spring, and guide him on his journey to become part of the Fremen. This scene, however, is directly from the book, where we can hear Chani say, Tell me again about the waters of thy birth world, Usul. Hopefully, this also means we'll hear Paul get his new siege name earlier on in the movie. You're one of us now. For those who don't know, Fremen have two names. One they use with outsiders, and a name they only use among fellow Fremen in their enclaves known as sieges. Here, Chani attempts to calm Paul down before he must attempt his test of riding his first sandworm. We now get our first look at the Lady Jessica, now covered in facial tattoos. We saw prophetic visions of this version of Jessica in Dune Part 1, and now it looks like what Paul saw then is coming true. Jessica has become a Sayadina, a holy woman among the Fremen. The Fremen are transporting Jessica on what appears to be the back of a sandworm as they head to Siege Tabra. Next up, we get our first look at Florence Pugh as Princess Irulan, either talking into her memo quarter or she's vaping. In the book, Irulan is primarily revealed through her historical writings of Muad'Dib's life. In the movie, it appears Irulan's role will be greatly expanded as we see her later on in the trailer on the capital planet of Kaitain. Irulan is also trained as a Bene Gesserit sister, and she could be talking to another sister in the black robe next to her. She could also be potentially talking to her father, the Padisha Emperor Shaddam IV, played by Christopher Walken. But we don't see him in this trailer at all. Near the end of the trailer, we see Irulan again rocking some metal headgear. What's this for? Maybe it's an accidental shot of Florence Pugh from the Met Gala. We don't know. Next, a Harkonnen soldier burns a pile of bodies. This is the aftermath of the Harkonnen ambush on the Atreides. This matches Paul's visions from Dune Part 1 as well. The Duke Leto's portrait also burns, and we'll have to wait and see if any of the Duke's remains survive. In the book, Paul receives his father's skull and creates a shrine in remembrance. As Jessica warns her son against revenge, we then get a shot of a shadowy robed figure walking across a charred landscape. Could this be another prophetic vision of Paul's? Could it be another warning of what he could become? Like Peter Parker, his spicer sense is tingling. 
The film will explore Paul's gift of prophecy as well as the terrible purpose it burdens him with. Later in the trailer, we see a growing rift between Jessica and Paul as we learn more about the Missionaria Protectiva and its manipulation of the Fremen. For those who don't know, the Missionaria Protectiva was a shadowy campaign by the Bene Gesserit to seed myths, legends, and prophecies among various cultures like the Fremen. This was to exploit various populations as the Bene Gesserit attempted to create the circumstances for a Kwisatz Haderach through their centuries-long breeding program. So much potential wasted in a male. We get a quick shot of Gurney Halleck, who we last saw leading Atreides soldiers into battle sans pug. Dune Part 1 led audiences to believe Gurney died heroically in the charge, but Dune Part 2 will show us how Gurney survived the Harkonnen ambush. Here, Gurney is looking more like a lump of a man, with his long greasy hair and his hand-me-down armor. In the book, Gurney finds refuge with a band of smugglers, led by a character we haven't met yet, Staban Tuik. So the Gurney we see in this trailer looks like he's been surviving with the smugglers out in the desert for a few years, Staban people aplenty, and picking off whatever Harkonnens he can find for revenge. My only ask is that we get this line when he reunites with Paul. Next, we finally, finally get our first look at Austin Butler as Fade Rautha, brother to Beast Raban and nephew to Baron Harkonnen. He may not be hairy, but that bald head has plenty of styles. Fade looks absolutely terrifying and rabid in these stark black and white shots on Gaty Prime. We see Fade entering the gladiatorial games, and he's going to be a real sting in the ring. The quick clips we see of Fade aren't the only things that are black and white. Take a look at his two blades. The white knife in his left hand is a poisoned blade, while the black knife is the pure blade. But with Fade, you never know if he does the old Harkonnen switcheroo. Here, Fade is squaring off against a captured Atreides soldier who happens to be the movie's fight choreographer and Lieutenant Landville himself, Roger Ewan. Last we saw of Landville, he was leading the phalanx of Atreides soldiers against both Harkonnen and Sardaukar troops. We're very excited to see Ewan return and get one more showdown with the Harkonnens and feature the unique fighting styles he created for the movie. Watching this duel is Leia Seydoux as the Lady Margot Fenring. Lady Margot is another Bene Gesserit sister, just like the Lady Jessica and Irulan. Here, she keeps an eye on Fade, just in case she needs to continue the Bene Gesserit breeding program to go from codpiece to godpiece. We don't see, however, her husband Count Fenring. He's another major character of the royal court in the book, but he has not been officially announced to be in Dune Part 2. Count Fenring is a close friend to the Emperor and was a potential candidate to be a Kwisatz Haderach, but he's more like a Kwisatz Habsburg. We get a quick glance of Beast Raban with some other Harkonnens behind him as Baron Harkonnen looms over his nephew. This could be when the Baron either gives Raban governorship of Arrakis or when the Baron shows up to tell Raban just how disappointed he is in his assistant to the manager. Okay, fine. Yes, you can come. Yes, as your representative? As my associate. A minigun fires out the side of an ornithopter as Chani dives out of the way. We'll see more of the Fremen's guerrilla war against the Harkonnens later on. Next, the Fremen reveal an entrance to Paul and Jessica. This could be their first time entering a siege, or could be when the Fremen reveal one of the many cisterns preserving their caches of water. And speaking of water, we see a Fremen holding a vial of liquid, which is the sacred water of life. The water of life is not actually water, but instead, it's the bile of a young sandworm that's been drowned. It's extremely saturated with spice, and it's also extremely toxic. If a Bene Gesserit sister drinks this, she can try to unlock her ancestral memories and become a full reverend mother. And later on in a ceremony, the Lady Jessica can't help but take a sip. Paul next takes on two Harkonnen soldiers in the desert during an ambush, and then Fade screams into Landville's face in the gladiator pits. And finally, we see Lady Jessica gasping for breath as her body becomes saturated with spice. She now has the eyes of a bad, the blue within blue eyes shared by all Fremen and those addicted to spice. 
she has processed the poisonous water of life into a harmless substance. The Fremen can now drink this new narcotic for a party I like to call Spice Wide Shut, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. I just played the piano. One last part about this shot in the trailer, though, we don't see Alia, Paul's little sister, who is also a part of Paul's visions from Dune Part 1. But I'm sure we'll get our fair share of Baby Spice when she shows up in the movie. You can't do that. We then return to Paul's sandwriting test as he sets a thumper. Chani asks Paul if he's had a dream of riding a sandworm, testing to see if this is part of his prophetic visions. Paul stands alone on a dune as the rest of the Fremen watch from a distance. Stilgar then helps prepare Paul with a little advice. Nothing fancy. I understand. I'm excited to see this exchange with Stilgar and a cocky Paul, and I love how the maker hooks are actually grappling hooks. After a sand rider hooks into and lifts one of the sandworm's scales, the sandworm stays at the surface to avoid agitating its skin under the sand. The Fremen cheer on Paul, and haul yom, he is a sand rider this day. Nothing fancy. Next up is a quick shot of a young Fremen woman on the ground, surrounded by Harkonnen soldiers. This appears to be a new character and could be Shishakli, played by Suhaila Yakub. Shishakli only appears in the book to give Paul their maker hooks, but here it looks like she'll have an expanded role along with Chani. Unfortunately for her, it looks like the Harkonnens have attacked her siege. There are two dead birds, possibly intercepted distrans communications, and this could be Beast Raban walking towards her. Wrapping up this trailer, we're not on Tatooine with two suns, we're on Arrakis with two moons eclipsing the setting sun. Fade and Margot then go in for a spicy little kiss, and Chani runs out into the desert looking fearful, possibly at the oncoming attack that we see her in earlier in the trailer. Paul and Fade finally square off for their climactic battle. Here, Paul has come full circle from his training with Gurney to his duel with Jamis, now honoring his former adversary with a May Thy Knife Chip and Shatter, as well as using Duncan Idaho's salute to honor his former teacher. Note as well that Paul also has the blue eyes of a bat in this scene, signaling just how spicy things are going to get for the Dukeling. Give me the water. And finally, we see Paul standing on a crest, overlooking an army of his fanatic Fremen soldiers, the Fedaikin. If you look closely in the background, you can also see an all-new Atreides and Fremen banner. Considering the vision that Paul had in part one, this is the beginning of a very dangerous but necessary path. One might even say a golden path. As we end on the title card, we get an updated logo. This time it's not just changed to part two, but we also get a double-lined light flare on the eclipse. Anyways folks, that's everything we spotted in the new trailer for Dune part two. While waiting for November 3rd, if you want to know more about upcoming Dune news, check out the rest of our articles and coverage over on Nerdist.com. But in the meantime, tell us, what else did you spot in this trailer? Are you excited to see Alia? And can Emperor Shaddam IV walk in without rhythm, or will he just attract the worm? Let us know in the comments below, and for the spiciest news in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.